It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's a place here at the table. Your coats go by the door. You can kick your shoes off in that pile on the floor. I hope you wore elastic, because your waistband's going to get tight. Take time. Well, hi, Ari. Zooming again. Zooming again. Here we are. We're just zooming again. Zooming again. <laughs> I heard such a bad jazz cover this morning of um, like a Stevie Wonder song. And I just thought, who is this woman? And why did she think this was a good choice? And why are they playing it on the radio? Some songs are sacrosanct and just should not be covered. Mostly Stevie Wonder. <laughs> Yeah, just let you know. But I think, you know, you. you know, what would be prime, though, for covering is like, um, isn't she lovely? That feels like very covering territory. Yeah, it's a great. Um, <laughs> do you think that's always a first uh, or it's a daddy daughter dance at weddings? Yes. Which I'm also Which, like, like, I don't think that's how Stevie that. meant it. <laughs> I don't think so either. Yeah um how are you did you have a good easter okay i had a i'm glad we're beginning with easter because i had a decent easter um we had a my dad came back my dad and my mom have been out in la my dad came back we were in millbrook for the weekend with our friend strasser and his wife sarah and our friend cotter who was here from san francisco so it was definitely supposed to be like woohoo celebratory like cotter's all the way here from san francisco but when I'm up there with my dad and I'm cooking and friends are there, I'm mostly like concerned with the fact that my dad feels like he's doing too much work. And so I uh-huh. am like obsessed with making sure that he feels included and happy and like all of that. So mm-hmm. uh, the weekend like flew by for me in a flash, except that I got fucking food poisoning Woke <gasps> up on Sunday morning with food poisoning, which means that. I gave myself food poisoning, which is, I guess, gnarly. Okay, I, I need to know. hear more about this. But, so we did like our proper Easter meal actually on Saturday night because we knew that everybody needed to leave Sunday afternoon. So usually we'd, we would do like lamb on the Sunday afternoon. And after last week's episode all about the lamb sandwich, I was like, I'm finally getting my thinly sliced lamb. I'm so excited. So I did a seed <laughs> lamb. So I did a got a lamb uh, deboned lamb shoulder, lamb leg, lamb leg. Yes. Probably. Deboned leg of lamb, butterfly leg of lamb. And I did a mixture of garlic, shallots, rosemary, anchovies, and olives. And Mm -hmm. like, you know, spread it all over, rolled it, spread it on the outside, left it in the fridge for 12 hours or like overnight, Mm -hmm. then sous vide it for like eight to 10 hours and Big then bag. put it in a hot, hot oven um, mm-hmm. for 15 minutes. Wow. 
unfortunately, the texture of the lamb was way off. Like something happened where it's like it crossed the point. You know how the proteins start to break down if you sous vide mm -hmm. something for too long? Yeah. So instead of just being like, oh, the whole thing is perfectly cooked through, it was like, like not mushy, but like something was off. <gasps> Everybody seemed to enjoy it, but my dad and I were like looking at each other like, this isn't right. Oh, no. And then I woke up at like 4 a.m. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Making fun of me. Because like, I got oh. like poking him and being like, oh, I don't feel well. <laughs> He's like trying to sleep. And then I'm just like, oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Mm -hmm. oh. mm -hmm. So, but you know that kind of nauseous where you're like, the only way to get rid of this is for it to come out. Like there is yeah. no alternative. There's no like, it'll eventually pass. No. It's not like, I, like oh, if I have an Alka-Seltzer, it's like, it just needs to get out. So anyway, I ended up barfing. It was really unfortunate. You were the only one. Fucking sucked. Thank God I was the only one. <gasps> oh my God, I was freaking out. I was like, you know, you're in the midst of that and you're like, I'm the one who cooked. What the fuck? Like, what did I, did I do this to everybody? Oh my God. So you think it was like a bite that you had? There was like a little bug, little well, you like know salmonella, how... whatever. Yeah, I think it was like a pocket of salmonella. But you know when you eat something wrong, you always know what it was. Like you have – when you picture the thing, the nausea peaks. Do not Okay, that. is that the test? No. I'm like – I always know what I got it from. It's like wow. when I had it in Kenya in July, it was from I think a shrimp. It was definitely from – yes, it was from shrimps. And it was like everything else. When I pictured everything else – I felt regular nauseous, and then I pictured the shrimps, and I was like, oh. It was that. It was I, that. I think it was the lamb, which is Oof. weird. Well, I'm really glad that you didn't have a triangle of sadness situation on your hands. Or like yeah. a drop-dead gorgeous. Yeah. What a movie. What well, a it was movie. one barf, and then it was over, which that's only oh, I love that. One other time in China once, I had a, I had a bad evening with duck. Where, like, I woke up and suddenly felt sick and barfed once to the point where I was like, is this morning sickness? Like, is that what happens? Is like, you just vomit once and you're like, oh, better. You're like, good. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Anyway. Yeah. So that was my Easter. I'm sorry to, like, begin the conversation on such a grotesque note, but. It's all right. You had, I guess that's, you had a night. Hey. Yeah, I had a okay. night of sorts. Tell me all about yours. She's in Chicago, we, folks. Guys, I. Here I am in Chicago cooking up a storm, really trying to, similar to Sophie, you know, trying to get in there with my dad, just trying to play hardball, trying to play ball, period. Yeah. He he did a, uh, I think he must have gotten a whole lamb leg because it was divided between like the big muscly, which I'm imagining is like the quad. Yep. Totally. And the shank. Because the, the shank, like the shin. That's what I think of the shank as being, yeah, the calf, basically. The calf, wow. yeah. When I think about it, and like, no wonder they rename it. Yeah. It's just the shank, everybody. <laughs> Don't worry. It's yep. not, it doesn't actually relate to your own body parts. It's too exactly. sad. So he took the bigger part and did it over the fire on the rotisserie. And oh, then I my God. Did, yeah, and then I I did the smaller, the shank. I made like a, almost like a cassoulet. And because it's so, that part's so bony and like, tendony and you know it, you, it has to cook for longer so I did um I just first I just sauteed some bacon and then I seared it off in the bacon fat and then I just threw in like a little mirepoix and then some whole shallots and um 
some homemade stock, of course, got to be homemade stock. My parents, yeah. there's, you know, they have a freezer full of homemade stock all dated. I'm like, you guys, it was so good. And then I threw it in the oven and then I, um, and then I threw in some white beans at the end when it came out because they were canned. And if I threw them in early, then they would just turn to mush, which Absolutely. Yeah. can't have that. Nope. So it was delicious. That sounds and, really good. Now, yeah. what is a cassoulet? I couldn't, I mean, I just think of it as something that's slow cooked and usually it's, it has like white beans and duck involved and it's yeah. French and it's right. in a, like a Dutch oven. Yeah. And sometimes it has like a tomatoey. <laughs> yeah. You know, like there's got, sometimes it's got a little orange. There might be some herb to Provence in there. There might be, there might be a bouquet garni. Oh, I love a bouquet garni. I never have the patience for a bouquet garni i'm like who i can't look for the twine i tie it i'm just like throw the herbs in fish them out later i'm so incredibly lazy you are so incredibly lazy it's the truth but i love the bouquet garni because i love to make it it's so beautiful but yes then i throw it in and it disappears immediately and like then it's just one lone piece of twine floating in the floating in right cassoulet it's almost like you need a tea bag yeah. Well, I think some people do it in a cheesecloth. But then uh, I'm like, it'll just fall out of the cheesecloth. Maybe it's that, like, my stirring is too vigorous. You know, like, oh, in, my, in the process of my stirring, it sort of, it falls out of the twine. Also, I didn't mean that you're lazy. You're not, you're really not lazy. Oh, no, I am sometimes. But I feel like you, you like, you'll comically define <laughs> yourself as, like, either lazy or, like, so self-competitive that you sort of like can't let a thing go. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> are, those, are they mutually exclusive? No, I think you are in fact both. Like when you chop yeah. herbs, I've never seen someone attack an herb with such verve. An herb with verve. I mean, I really do with verve. That's what they call me, herby vervy. I can't uh, not get all of the leaves. It's when my OCD really comes out. Like I, I cannot leave any little tiny flecks of cilantro on a stem. It's like, I need to take them all off. Oh. It's very strange. I'm basically like, just cut the stems and everything. Huh? You keep having yeah. these, like funny glitches in the video. Like a really? glitch in the matrix. Yeah. I don't know. Oh my God. Like you look totally normal. And then I don't know, whatever. Anyway. And then I look like a demon. No, it's just like, I feel like my eyes are deceiving me as if like, it's my eyes like it's not no it's not like that it's like cut frame back to frame cool (laughs) well i hope we're not being hacked oh god if you're hacking this recording (laughs) i hope you i hope you make a nice bouquet garni after this episode yeah and the top secret information from having a night so we're gonna be zooming for a while because you're going on a, a food vacation we're only going to be zooming for one week. I'm going to be back in 10 days, but it's true. I leave tomorrow for Germany with my dad. We're doing a road trip from Berlin. Okay. So we're doing Berlin. Then we're taking the train to Nuremberg. We're going to go to a town outside called Rotenburg op der Taube, which is like a small medieval town that's famous for these wood carvings. Then we're going to go to Baden-Baden, which is famous for its baths. And then we're going to go up to Frankfurt and see our family and we'll see family in Berlin too. But the point of this trip is basically it's white asparagus season. So we're really going, 
to eat asparagus. I'm a little worried we're going to be too early and my dad is going to be so disappointed if like the season is not in full, like, you know, in full swing, but Mm. well, he'll get over it. Have you done this before? We, when I was a kid, we would do road trips, just the two of us in Germany. Yeah. So what, why is white asparagus season? Are there festivals? What are we talking about here? There are festivals. Is this like a county fair? Is this scratching the county fair itch? Yes, it is. Well, well, no, because we won't really be going to any of the festivals. I wish we were. But, like, there's a white asparagus queen or princess named every year. Like, it's a real thing. Wow. Um, But it's just such a short season, and it's such a specialized uh, piece of produce. Is that piece of yeah, it's the specialized vegetable. That's the word. Yeah. yeah. So they like make a big deal out of it because it's so short. That's so sweet. And how do they eat it there? Do they eat it on, um, do they, I'm imagining it like, uh, like on a, uh, <laughs> not quite like on a, um, like a hot dog bun. No, no, my God. Get your bread away like from bird. the white asparagus. I'm just thinking about like German. I've never clearly never been to Germany, but I, in my head, yeah, everything is eaten like hot dogs. You would love. I think they could so I much. I know. Maybe I'll go. Oh it, Maybe I'll make yeah, you there. If we end up in Prague, you can pop over to Germany. I'll That's tell you right. all the best Wurst stands. Um, no, you eat it like on a plate, um, and often they do it with like a sieved egg. And a shallot situation or they'll serve it with hollandaise or with just like a speck. Oh mm-hmm. my God. The flavor of white asparagus and the smoked ham. Whew, well, it's getting steamy in here, everyone. Um, wow, but and it's such a different flavor from a green asparagus. It really is surprising. They're the same I'm, species or same. Well, I'm, I guess I'll have to do my own research while you're gone because I don't know what the flavor difference is. And I feel like when I think of white asparagus, uh-oh, in a way I'm kind of confusing it with hearts of palm. Oh, totally. Because white asparagus are so thick. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're like they're two fingers like, wide. They're what? And aren't they like, are they sometimes like pickled or steamed? I just feel like they're like juicy like a heart of palm, you know? Sometimes, well, sometimes they can be canned or they can be, like they'll come in jars. Right. But yeah, they don't taste as good as when they're fresh. But it's true. It's like a very similar. Like, have you ever had a fresh heart of palm? No. No, but if, if they're what do they even look like? It looks exactly the same. It's just like it's such a different flavor from the pickled version. Like the pickled version, in no way resembles it. Not in texture and not in flavor. So it's sort of like it's mm. just a whole different entity. And like I think the same of white asparagus is like fresh they're kind of almost sweet with like a little bit of bitterness um whereas the 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 green asparagus they taste green you know it's like all that chlorophyll flavor all that chlorophyll flavor i'm getting lost here if i'm honest but well you sound like someone who knows what they're talking about well the thing Hmm. that i do know is that they're buried did we talk about this a lot i'm like am i having uh whatchamacallit re brain I, I don't know. <laughs> Re-deja vu. <laughs> Re-deja vu. Tell me, have we talked um, about asparagus before? Yes. But have we talked about white asparagus? I Did we talk about this? So, so the Maybe. way that they, 
The reason that they're white is because they're buried underground. Okay. <laughs> so they're buried underground so they don't develop chlorophyll. So that's oh. how they stay white. So and they never, any- like, come out like the green ones that look like prehistoric exactly. things they emerging come out, from the ground. But they're then mounded with earth. Like an endive, which is also intentionally kept underground. Isn't that so crazy? Yeah. I'm like, wait, what would an endive look like if you just let it out? What if it just was actually ridiculous? You think it's purple? No, I don't. But I'm like, it's so crazy that it's being kept underground that it's like, what does it actually look like then? And then how yeah. do they get the purple endive? Maybe it's crossbred with ridiculous. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. We should have feel- maybe talk to someone who works in agriculture yeah that would be pretty great instead of just creating feces on our own um do you think that endive and escarole are related yes for sure i don't know self well i wouldn't put my money on it really oh to me i'm like they're totally from the same family could be love escarole we've definitely talked about escarole you know what escarole right now is giving me your scrunchie Oh, Sophie's wearing this incredible large green scrunchie that is definitely could be a head of lettuce on your head. It's true. Very cute. You know, lettuce is one of my many favorite foods. Mm -hmm. Salad, just generally. Um, Did you do anything with eggs this weekend? (gasps) No, I didn't except for eat them. Oh, so you didn't decorate them. But did you like, okay, so what do you mean? You did some like did you make an egg salad out of like a bunch of eggs? No. It's like, no, just, I just like, ate like, them, like eggs in the morning. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, no. Gosh, did you guys def- you're so good at decorating eggs. We did. We did we decorated eggs. It's like so nice to just sit and paint for a while. You can do getting back into art class. Mm-hmm. How yeah. are you taking your class? Mm-hmm. It's been so fun. But I love the tradition of dyeing eggs. I was thinking about it a bit this weekend, like what is it and why? And I think it is just the simple pleasure of doing something like that. That's, you know, touches on people's creative side. Like everyone has a creative side and it, the tradition is just like, okay, it's just about colors yeah, and being with your family or being yeah. with your loved ones. And that's it. And it's not, it, it is of course a little bit stupid and, but it, it's no, just it's an occasion not. to gather around and, and do something that kind of meditative and that taps into your right brain. Yeah. You know, to do something other than just sitting there and talking. Yeah. Oh my God, give it a rest. Yeah. yeah. I really, really enjoy painting eggs. And it's, it's such a specific canvas. It's like sort of mm-hmm. this whole other challenge, but you can do, I don't know. It almost, it's almost like by being confined to something that small, it like awakens all of this other creativity. Yeah, for sure. I I really love it every year. And we will usually dye them and then paint on top of what we've dyed, like watercolor or have, you know, um, like, what are they called? Cray paws? What is a cray paw? Oh, oh, oh. Oh, Crayon pastels. That's what it is. It's a portmanteau. Yeah. Cray paws. Yeah. Holy shit. I haven't, that was one of those words, like in art class, when you're growing up, they're like, okay, you're take your cray paws. And you're like, you th- you're thinking in your head, like, how the hell is that spelled? Yeah. Like, I know what that is, but I could not write, I couldn't pick out that word in, yeah. Yeah. In a sentence. 
I can't believe that word just occurred to me. I don't think I've thought about that in a Great long pause. time, but I'm pretty sure that's some of what we use to, to paint our eggs. But you know, mm -hmm. when you were like, when I was younger, the idea of painting eggs was definitely like, oh, okay, we're gonna, like, my parents like love to paint eggs. I guess we're going to paint eggs. And I almost had like a similar feeling when my friends were here this weekend of being like, oh no, I'm going to be like embarrassed to force them to paint eggs. But like, I think maybe I've finally grown out of that, that form of embarrassment and just been like, guys, we are going to sit now and we are going to paint eggs, you know? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, oh yes. No, no embarrassment whatsoever. And I've Everyone's that, like, dying to paint eggs. Yes, exactly. Like, in fact, we've gotten to an age where people are perfectly happy to paint eggs. You're just sitting around and talking. You don't, it's like you don't even realize. It's like a knitting circle. It's just, yeah. you're, yeah, there's something, because you're doing a simple task all together, obviously no screens, you're just, you're able to detach and, and expand, you know? Yeah. Meditative. And expand. And also something about the smell. It is, I, I think it's such a weirdly unique tradition, like the smell of those cheap dyes, the metal thing. Yeah. That, it's metal actually, thing it hasn't really been upgraded. Yeah. No, I'm not, has yeah, not. Yeah, and you have to be so, which I love. Yeah, yeah. And it, you have to just be so careful with it. And you and also you have to be patient. Yeah. You know? It's very oh, true. I do love it. I'm very ashamed that we didn't do it. But thinking about it, I'm like, well, we're allowed to paint eggs anytime. It doesn't have to be for Easter. That's what else could we paint that was not an egg, but that felt like not silly to paint year round? What could we what could one paint? Small wood food eggs. items food item small wooden things yeah like a small wooden egg no okay because we have oh, to be sure. part of the joy is the dying though you're right yeah i don't know i mean you could paint anything i think part of the fun is that it's a food thing right yes so like, i might eat these later yeah no we made a huge harry made an amazing ramp egg salad because we went foraging for ramps they're out everybody in the northeast wow they're out early Right? I think mid-April is pretty pretty typical. Okay, ramps. This year, I'm all about using ramps as an accoutrement and not the star of a dish. Oh, uh, so, okay, give me an example. Or just like, you know, if I'm making, let's say, a white pizza with mushrooms, maybe there's some chopped ramps also on top. But it's oh, not just sure. a straight-up ramp pizza. I think I've been ramped out. I think that's I've been ramped. Here. I've been reamed by ramps. Well, it's like you would never be like, and I've got to have this scallion pizza. It's like it's kind of the same thing. There, if right, but people if go season, so crazy for them. They go crazy for them because a la white asparagus, the season is very short. Unlike white asparagus, they have a quite a pungent flavor. I totally agree. It's, I think it's like ramps should ramps should highlight a dish, not be the dish. Right. Harry and Where's I went to a ramp festival. Oh, I'm sure there should be one. one. Here's my guess: Princess Asheville, ramp. North Carolina. Okay. Dude, don't doesn't that feel very rampy to you? Doesn't that feel like, of course, they would have a ramp? I know nothing about that place. All I know is, uh, Blue Smoky Mountains. Is that sure. even right? All I know is Harry and I were supposed to go once, and it looked like they had an amazing like salt bath. Mm. Like singing bowls in a salt bath kind of a thing. Okay, kind of, of like a... 
Mm-hmm. Sure. Sounds really Maybe fabulous. They crowned their ramp queen there. We could, uh, that would be a fun character for us, a good costume, I think. Oh, yeah. Stay the queen tuned. Around. Mm-hmm. Just, just a just, stinky queen. Exactly. Just emanating out of your pores. We had yep. scrambled eggs with ramps on Saturday, which Harry had made with a little bit of Gruyere for very good. Love it. And then Pungent. we did have this ramp. Um, it was just egg salad, but using ramps instead of like how you would use a shallot or something. So, but it's yes. true. They're very, they're pungent in a way that it's like, it's very hard to not make them the star of the dish unless they're cooked. Mm-hmm. You know, we went to a restaurant the other day and we ordered a polenta with ramps and you know, it's like a, the restaurant makes it sound like it's so special, yada, yada. So I'm picturing like very sort of viscous polenta or like, like very like gloopy in a good way. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like a porridge. Came, it was a square of polenta with I like that full ramps, just like no. just full sauteed ramps, which I'm like, no, you would never serve a leek to me as just like a full sauteed thing. It's too stringy. It needs to be like cut, maybe macerated, like something needs to be done to it. Do you know what I mean? I do. I do. Or it needs to be cooked for so long, but rarely is a ramp or a scallion ever going to break down. A leek, you can... You can, if you just like cook it for a really long time, it gets so silky and soft, but not a ramp. Yeah. I've talked, I've talked about this before on the show, but I hate it when people grill whole scallions and then like put them with a steak. I'm like, you can't cut. That's just, it's like floss. I'm flossing. I'm flossing. And I'm also starting to floss the back of my throat when I try to swallow it. You know, that feeling where you're like, Oh. Oh, I'm swallowing and I'm swallowing. And like, I just... It's too big of a string. It's like, yeah. Okay. So then what is the, I'm swallowing and I'm still chewing. You know what I mean? Then you pull it back out. It's so nauseating. It's just like a magic trick. You can be half swallow, half in your mouth. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, you thought this was God? This old scallion? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What is the, I like, I understand the yearning to have a charred scallion with a piece of steak, but then what is the right way to do it? I think char and then chop it. Char and chop. Maybe then put it into some kind of like vinegary sauce. Yeah, or just like blend it up with like some salt and oil. And or is it actually chop and then char? Because I feel like it's weirdly kind of hard. Like it's to just chop. as you said. I can't. Yeah, maybe you chop and then you put it in like a grilled basket, and you put it on the grill. Let it get. Let the flames lick the. I hate. I some of the food jargon around right now. Swirls, lick, uh, what else? I don't know, but food jargon, I think particularly around grilling gets real. But you know what we have to thank for that? Our boy, Guy Fieri. Hey, our boy, Guy. Our guy boy. I mean, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we might have to do some experimenting with, with uh, the, what, what are the, the grill baskets this summer? Because I don't, how much success... How much char are you really getting? Not a lot. I think if you're I think patient. It's basically your, really? Okay. I think if you're patient and it's only one layer, you should be fine. If Maybe it's you have to flush... preheat the grill basket. Oh. Ooh. Now you're talking. Now you're talking. Now it's through with that. I am so excited for summer. I'm. Yeah. It's like during winter, I don't admit to myself how much I, I love summer because it's like yeah. if I admit it to myself, 
I will be blue for all six fucking months of winter. Totally, totally. When you live in a place that has all four seasons, you really got to convince yourself that you love it. You yes. love the cold. Yeah. But you, you're really, you're doing some active suppressing. Yes, truly. I mean, it was so nice today. And I said to you before we started recording, I was like, um, maybe we can make this one shorter today because I'm like, I want to hang out more with my family and also like just go outside because Chicago is particularly when it gets warm, people are in the streets. Oh. So happy. It's well, like, oh my God, coming out of hibernation. I feel like we talk about this about like the first day that everybody, it turns out everybody in New York is naked and they had a body under all those clothes. It's like, that's oh, what they've been yeah. doing all winter. They've been going to the gym, prepping that six pack to show me on the first warm day. That's right. And their butt cheeks. And, and their butt feet. Cheeks. Ugh, I think about this all the time of like, if a person from the 1950s just woke up in 2023, they would be like, what? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> oh my god yeah they would they'd be shocked and alarmed so and like i think not in a nice way not in no. a way where i'm like they would be shocked and alarmed like that's so prudish like shocked and alarmed and like maybe we've gone too far but then i also don't think that i'm like yes people should people should show their bodies and be proud and it's just the the fashion choices i don't i agree show your body be proud but like is it a is showing the bottom of your boobs and the bottom of your butt, is that, is it a good look? I don't know. To me, for my body, no. But to each Oh, I feel like bottom of ass cheeks is always a good look. Oh, I don't. I mean, I don't think I show mine, but like, I think generally I'm You have like, a great yeah, ass. You, you have a great ass. My ass, like one of my ass cheeks is a lot higher <laughs> than the other one. You know, I'm really amazed when people, the line across their butt cheeks goes exactly the same. Wait, across. you really think that yours is like oh, a step? I mean, oh, my like right. one line is an inch north of the other. I, I don't <laughs> believe you. No, no, it's true. I will send you a picture. I would post a picture on our Instagram, but I think it would get taken down. I mean, hey, maybe that would create some much needed drama for having a night. Yeah. Uneven ass cheeks. The Ari Venturi story. Story. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I was at the chiropractor last month and he was like, oh yeah, one of your legs is longer. I'm like, yeah, well, I wonder if that's the one with the higher ass cheek. Yeah, probably. All these things probably seem to relate it. Yeah. Well, right? okay. Like, was he like, did he then adjust you and was one of your, were they then the same length or was he just like, no, I'm I think going to remark on this imbalance and not do anything about it? No, he tried to do something and I think he, he did what he could. The man did what he could. It probably will take more uh, more chiropractic adjustments and stretching and all of the paragunning and blah, blah, blah. Thank you but, for reminding me to sit up straight. Oh, my back. You're welcome. Um, did I tell you that I went to a woman who gave me a four and a half hour massage? No. Where? Speaking of chiropractic, this woman who is unbelievable, she just works out of her home and she basically does myofascial release. Oh. Like so extreme, so unbelievable. It, I was on her table for four and a half hours and then I was like, it's 1130 at night. I think I have to go home. And she's like, okay, next wow. we'll, next next time we'll, we, we'll, wow. Oh my God. Sorry. I can't speak. Next time we'll work more. But she was like, yeah, often people come to me and they tell me that one leg is shorter than the other. And then after six six hours of this kind of work, their leg's the same length. Because it's like one of your joints, one of your bones can just like end up w way up in that hip socket. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy. Oof. It was unreal. I am so in awe of people who love their job so much that they will just do whatever it takes to finish the job. Like, as opposed to being like, well, this is only an hour, so you have to go now. Someone who's like, well, no, I'm going to keep working on, on your body until my work is done here. Yeah. However long it takes. Well, God, I think she's amazing. like super fascinated by the human body and just like really loves it and always feels like she's learning something from the bodies that she's working with. So it's, it truly is. I think she's like, I don't want you to leave until I feel satisfied. Wow. Almost more like artistic, I guess, in that way of sort of like, I'm not going to stop doing this job until I think it's really good because like it reflects on me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if it's a, if it's a hack job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. I'd love to go to her. I'll give you her info. She was amazing. Here she can help my butt cheeks. Wait. So what, ha- what did you go to the chiropractor for? And did they do like any scary, like, oh, twisting did we not neck? talk about this? No. Did- oh, this was a couple months ago. Yeah. It was mostly for my neck. And yes, they did. I was like, oh, and here's when I die. This oh, is truly the motion so- that like a Marvel character uses, a superhero character uses to break <laughs> someone's neck. Like cradling the head and then just like a quick like, like there, I was like, am I, for a second I was like, oh, am I dead? It's also like, insane this- because they're like, and just relax. And I'm like, how do you expect me to relax when I know exactly what you're about to do? I know you're about oh, yeah, to send like, me and into- and- He's like, wiggle your toes and hum. And I'm like, fuck you. I know you're trying to distract me. Try something new. He should have been like, you know, look over there. I guess like it couldn't be that. <laughs> Don't look anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Take a deep breath. I hate that. You're like, just tell me when it's coming. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. It, it scares me even talking about it. But I did actually just read in something was it the New York Times or was it New York Magazine? Yeah, I read it too. Yeah, about like, don't let them adjust your neck. But the only yeah, time I've like, had I it adjusted. I literally canceled my next appointment. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's for the best. Go to this chick instead. I was like, I'm good. <laughs> what? I said, go to this chick instead. But I will yeah. say like, the only time I had my neck adjusted, it did feel amazing. Yeah, and I only went because I could not move. I couldn't, I couldn't look left. I couldn't move my neck left. I was so fucked. And then he did it and I was fine afterwards. Wow. It was amazing. See? Yeah. But how did you find him, J- James Gusati Moyer? Correct. Correct, of course. I mean, the Gwyneth Paltrow of our times. Wait, where was he? Was he is, is, was he up in Harlem? No, he was in Williamsburg. Oh. Dr. Juan, he's great. He's okay. really good. I don't think he's going to kill anyone. He hasn't so far. I mean, the New York Times article about this, I think, we're... I mean, I I don't know anything about what it takes to become a chiropractor, but I'm going to talk about I'll it as I if I do for the next yeah. minute. Um, it's not regulated in the same way that being a doctor is, right? Like you get a certificate. Yes. But you're not going to med school. So I'm sure that no. the, this is an industry that is rife with, you know, snake oil salesmen and also people who don't really know what they're doing. You just got to find a good one. Yes. Um, like, did you watch or read Under the Banner of Heaven? Of course. Well, they're fucking crazy extremist Mormons and their chiropractor business. Wait. They'd be like talking about God while they gave people adjustments. They thought they were doing the Lord's work to adjust wow. people's backs. I mean, I sort of understand that in being like, okay, my calling feels like it is something with the body. 
Like, I don't mm. know, it kind of makes sense to me of being like, this is the way in which God speaks through me. You know, like, I yeah, think like a, a lot of people in body work, to, it feels like a calling in the way that acting feels like a calling of like, this is, this is my, this is the way that I like, am the highest expression of me. But the problem is like, not everybody is talented at doing those things, right? It's sort of like, I don't know, I've never really had energy work done, but I'm sure that there are people where you like feel a shift, but that number mm -hmm. of people is so small compared to like the, the vast number of people who are like, I'm just all about energy. Mm -hmm. A right? lot of those people are cult, cult leaders. Or just bad at their job. Correct. Um, don't ever trust one who's going to work with you over Zoom. That's what I'll say about energy healers. Wait, have you had energy work over Zoom? No, I've never had energy work. Yeah. But just seems like that's the kind of thing where you need to be sensing someone's energy in the room. And there's a lot of people who are like, we just all, I work over Zoom. I'm like, no, you don't. I don't understand how you could clue into, like, if you've never met the person before, I'm not saying it's impossible, but like, if you've never met the person before, how are you cluing into that? Like, how, where are you picturing them? You know, it's like, I don't know. Well, maybe I'm just so far removed from energy work that I'm like, wait, how does it go? How do you do that again? <laughs> I mean, we look that and this concludes the, we should have a segment every week where we're just fake experts on something. Cause God, I hope you guys aren't taking our advice on anything we're saying. Well, we're not really giving advice. We're just, except for on not trying whole doing? scallions with your steak. No, yes. But I'm saying medically or energy no. wise. Don't I mean, try the scallions <laughs> whole, whole, or if you do chop them afterwards. Yeah. I just want to say, I feel like this would be the greatest twist in like the Ari Venturi story is if like somehow over the course of the next year, you became really into energy work. Oy. <laughs> like, I, I think it's so on you. Like you're not, I think yeah. you're not a horoscope person. You're not a, you're not into any of that stuff, right? No, I'm not. But do you I'm believe ghosts? Remind me. Um, no. Right. You're such I a, know. yeah. I'm such an uh, an idiot. No, what are you talking about? You're, just, you're, you're facts and science based. I would say I'm a definitely further on the spectrum of the ghost. Oh yeah. Oh, you're haunted. <laughs> She's full blown haunted. That yeah. would be a, that's a very good slang word that it doesn't exist. But I'm saying like we could we should use that as slang. Oh, she is haunted, dude. She's fucking haunted. There was um, a really funny insult in the in the show my husband was just doing where um one character called another character a fucking haunted doll which i just thought was so funny like what's wrong with you you fucking haunted doll because this character was very kind of quiet and strange that's Great. good hilarious that's good. sarah gancher such a good writer um <laughs> gancher gancher um Guys, I I mean, I think this should conclude it so that Ari can go out to the beach with her family. Oh, Those famous Illinois you. beaches. Nothing like where the, Illinois. <laughs> where the sand is sand and the lake sometimes has E. coli in it. <laughs> Does it? Well, don't Every now and then go, go to the beach and it'll be like, this part of the beach you can't swim in because it has E. coli. But then like the, the next part is totally fine. Like it's just like, yeah. Oh, don't swim here. And I'm like, <laughs> well, 
pretty sure the, the lake doesn't know to well, keep the coli in that part. But. Unless it's that there's like a like a water pipe that like evacuates into that particular part of the water. I don't fucking hope not. Would it you shouldn't swim, be evacuating anywhere near a beach. Would you swim yeah. off of the beaches in Chicago? Oh yeah, yeah, we go all the time. So like we jump off in in Chicago, like that would be like swimming in the Hudson River, right? Except it's not the same water. What? Wait, like no, it's a le- giant lake, a great lake. Oh right, sorry, duh. Okay, right, sorry, sorry. I do know the difference between a river and a lake. It's just like in my head, I'm like thinking about cities that are in the middle of bodies of water. But like, you have to come visit again during the summer because I feel like last time you were here during the summer, we did we walked on kind of along Lakeshore Drive a bit, didn't we? Or maybe that was yeah. just me and Chris Geary. No, no, no. I mean, I've walked on Lakeshore Drive before. It's just so crazy to me that, like, it's a massive city that you would get into the water from that's not an ocean. Like, it's so unbelievable. Really does feel like an ocean. Yeah. You can, it feels like you're looking at the horizon. If you're in looking at that horizon. Watch the sunset into the lake. It's incredible. Yeah. Um, All right. Go have fun. Thank you. You too. Have a great night and have so much fun in Germany. I'll talk to you in Germany. Yeah. Right? Exactly. I'm going to try to keep um, an up here mind diary of what I'm eating. Mostly I'm excited for the breakfast. There's nothing like a German breakfast. So. Well, you might have to write some things down. I I trust your mind diary. I love your mind diary. I've always been a fan of your mind diary, but I'm going to have a lot of questions about the different preparations of asparagus. So just giving you fair warning. Bring okay. a notebook. Great. I will. Maybe purchase a a, an asparagus themed notebook. If there's any asparagus merch, I would like some. Okay. That's a good call. I'll Venmo I think you. I'm going to try to teach myself not to be scared of just like buying stuff this trip. You know how I get. I get so. Yes. But it's like part of the point of travel is to. Harry is so good about getting souvenirs. And I'm like, souvenirs? Like that's for fucking tourists. And it's like, no, it's just nice to have stuff. That mm-hmm. reminds you of a nice trip. So, okay, I'm going to try to be kind to myself and do all of that. Yeah, if there's some kind of like asparagus hat, I would I, I would like that. Great. Good old pal, Ari. Gifts forthcoming. Um, I'm in the middle of watching a, conce- a video about concealer, which is something I've never understood. <laughs> so when we, when we close here, <laughs> I've got an evening full of watching. <laughs> you're gonna come back smelling like asparagus but looking like a, a fucking like kardashian yes. <laughs> wow all right teach me i clearly don't know how to do it oh I, I, I this you know these faces what are we gonna do nothing you're gorgeous i love you um love you talk to you next week okay do we do we need to take a fic a, a fixture we'll take a fixture here we go shift command four my favorite thing ready one two yeah. three can I close Thanks. my eyes anymore? You're happy? Okay, great. So Bye, long. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.